Hello, it's Monday the 26th of September 2016. Welcome to another episode of the Peter Wright's blog.com podcast from Peter Wright, who believes it's not what happens to you in life, it's what you do about it that counts. Today's podcast is about success, adversity and Mo Mondays. Sounds like a strange title for a blog post. I'm an enthusiastic supporter of Mo Mondays, but I have no financial interest in it whatsoever. Since discovering Mo Mondays, and there's a link in the blog post, I've spoken at three different venues and plan to speak at more. I regularly get to the Kitchener event at the Idlewise on the third Monday of each month. I get to the one, one in London a little less often, and there's a video of that very first Kitchener Waterloo Mo Mondays event in the, <coughs> in the blog. Mo Mondays is a platform where anybody from an experienced professional speaker to a knee-shakingly nervous novice getting on stage for the first time can tell their story. A Mo Mondays event follows the format of three 10 to 12 minute speeches, a short entertainment act, a plug for a charity, a break to meet other people, and then three more speeches. Most shows are held at a venue where a meal and beverages can be bought. It's a great occasion for entertaining business contacts at tables of eight, which can be reserved in advance. In the hundred plus speeches I've listened to, I've noticed a common thread of success and adversity running through almost all the stories. The details are all different, some presented with humour, others with raw courage, all with honesty and none with excuses or expectations of sympathy. All relate to a journey from periods of struggle to a better life. Many describe painful transitions along the journey, setbacks, new challenges, hurdles, failure, and eventual arrival at a better place and a better life. One recent story of a woman who refused to give up on her husband after a severe medical condition left him paralyzed and unable to talk. She refused to follow advice to have him placed in a home. Despite two sons at school, an uncertain income and no house of their own, she nursed him back to health. That night at Momondays, over 20 years later, he stood up in the audience to acknowledge her sacrifice and love. There's hardly a dry eye in that house after many speakers finish their stories. How different to what we see and read in the media today. Most stories in the media and those heard from society at large are full of inconveniences made out to be adversity, entitlement and demands, excuses, not effort, existence, not success. In recent conversations with a wide selection of people about why this should be, I've been struck by the number of comments that life is too easy, too bland, too safe, too controlled. I'm not minimizing the difficulties experienced by students with huge college loans or those working in sunset industries, for example taxi drivers facing the same fate as that of elevator attendants in the late 20th century or fax machine manufacturers in the early 21st. The world's changing. It always has been changing and it always will. In the 1970s, when I was newly married, I had no idea how I would ever be able to buy a home. A few years later, we did buy our first house. Paying the mortgage was a struggle, just like it is now for first-time homeowners without wealthy parents. But we managed. I've just finished reading James Holland's well-researched and detailed book, Dam Busters, about the extraordinary campaign to destroy three major dams in Germany during World War II. Despite difficult conditions, stronger than expected defences, 
and losing 8 out of 19 aircraft, two of the dams were destroyed. The third damaged, the duration of the war almost certainly reduced. 56 aircrew were shot down in those eight planes. Only three of them survived. But this is not a post about World War II. It's about success, adversity and conflict. I wrote about it in other posts and there's a link in the blog. The point is that few of the 133 men who took off on that flight were over 30. Some were only 19 years old. Most had already flown 20 or more sorties. Some had already crashed or parachuted out of damaged aircraft. That pattern of young men risking their lives and dying for their countries was reputed, repeated throughout the air forces, navies and armies on both sides of the conflict. In 70 years we've gone from 19 and 20 year olds taking huge risks, flying difficult to handle Lancaster bombers in this example, and living in constant fear to a society that feels aggrieved by certain words, non-events called microaggressions and toilets identified by gender. The search for the latest app has become more important than making an effort. Are the younger generations incapable of the same patriotic and altruistic attitudes and actions as in earlier times? I don't believe so. I believe each generation rises to the challenges that it needs to, that it's called upon to do. There are enough good examples of people with the right attitude, many of them appearing on my Mondays and similar stages to tell their stories. The problem is that life has become too controlled, too safe, too politically correct. Anyone expressing an original thought is attacked <clears throat> as racist, homophobic, insensitive, or horror of horrors, right-wing or conservative. Values that held families, communities, and nations together in earlier times are being discarded. Christianity is under attack. It's time to nourish those values that have gone out of fashion. Time to let children explore, fall out of trees, skin their knees and have their feelings hurt. Time to recognize that success comes after adversity. It takes effort, determination and resilience, not excuses and an attitude of entitlement. Do you think modern life is too safe or too controlled? Leave a comment. That's it for now. Thank you. Bye.